Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the O Show podcast presented by FantasyJocks.com. Be a champ today. Welcome back to the O Show podcast presented by FantasyJocks.com, hosted by Jack and Declan O'Hara. My name is Jack O'Hara, and I am a certified G and a bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. And this right here is DJO, and he's 17 years old and still afraid of the dark, and you can't teach that. And joining us today is Anthony Paradiso, and he smokes five lifetimes worth of weed and still manages to get straight A's in college, and you can't teach that. Bada boom, realest guys in the room. Declan, how you doing? The O Show in the building. In the mother building. Saturday night at Cask and Flag in Fenway, Jared Carabas, Steve Peralt, Coley Mick, and Lou Merloni gave their horrific takes on the Yankees and Sox, and I gotta say, I'm a bit disappointed because I talked to Jared briefly afterwards about some takes at the bar, and I had my sister take a picture and everything, and I looked back at the recording of the podcast in the bar, and you could barely hear our conversation. The entire thing, I mean, you could barely hear us. Me and the Rocket talking Yankees, Red Sox, and the entire recording was taken over by the drunk fans at the Caskin Flag and Bar. I'm angry. I'm, I'm spitting angry. I'm like a tornado of anger swirling about. My heart rate is dangerously high right now. And although it's a bit hard of hearing, here's some of Carabas' takes on Saturday night before Game 2 at Caskin Flag and in Fenway Park. <laughs> Nope, nope, nope. I'm not talking about 
Some intro boys i had to borrow it for this one and only podcast won't ever use it again got to figure out my own definitely looking to go wwe style like yourselves later on in the show they were actually joined by red sox beat writer and former big leaguer lou merloni and jared asked him his final take on david price before game two and he did not hold back David Price will exercise those demons. Seven and two thirds, two hard runs, eight hits. 
Wow, I thought I wasn't going to be able to do a podcast this week because I lost my voice the other night at Fenway in Boston, Mass., watching Gary Sanchez tee off against David Price for his sixth lifetime blast off the Sox left-hander, and then again off of uh, Eduardo Rodriguez in the seventh on the Lansdowne Street. Yankees-Red Sox ALDS series tied at one apiece, heading into tonight's game three at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. Today we've got Declan on the phone, we've got AP on the phone, we recap Saturday's live show at Cask and Flag in Fenway with Jared Carabas and company during their Section 10 Red Sox podcast, all coming your way on episode 19, entitled Saugus Rocket. And you can't beat that! Declan, how are we doing? I'm great, Jack, how are you? Are you ready for tonight? I'm nervous, but yes, I'm ready for tonight. We game three. In the past. We were nervous in the past. We, I think we're ready. We were nervous for the wild card game. We got past the wild card game. Yeah. Game one, I think I lost three years of my life in that game, and they ended up losing. And a guy poured his beer on me afterwards. No harm, no foul. It's all in good fun. Game two, game two before the game, me and Megan went down to Cask and Flag in Fenway and Lansdowne Street to go talk to Jared Carabas and the boys about their Section Ten podcast. They did not have great things to say about our Yankees. No. That's to say the least. Of course not. Um, but then our Yankees prevailed. David Price choking, essentially becoming the new Pedro Martinez. Mm-hmm. Those who's your daddy chanting surrounded Fenway. Well, didn't surround Fenway, but those few Yankee fans that were there chanted who's your daddy. So it's 1-1. Luis Severino on the mound tonight. What's your take on Luis Severino? Um, it's better than what my take was on him for the uh, wild card game. I think if he can perform the way he did, which we all know is outstanding, he could definitely hold this uh, Red Sox lineup for sure. I definitely think I think he he kind of went on a downward uh, spiral in September because he was pitching so poorly. Once he started pitching poorly, it was in his head, and it just was a downward spiraling ball into. An zero in five record, or whatever, whatever it yeah. was, the final two months. Yeah, he was lights out in the wild card game. He has his confidence back. He has his mojo back. I think he's going to do just fine tonight. Nathan Avaldi on the mound for the Red Sox is also no joke. Has been three and zero against the Yankees this year with the Rays and Red Sox. Has only given up two earned runs, but I think that Yankee Stadium crowd will get to him. Yeah, and honestly, I think from the beginning of the series, I think the Yankees' offense has been stronger you know uh, you were there to see friggin uh, Sanchez hit those bumps I mean that that's incredible to see him be hot like that again even though he still looks kind of lazy that's that's huge especially for him to turn on right now well everybody all the writers say he's the best hitter in the lineup when he's going so Judge is in mid-season form he's homered in every playoff game so far Giancarlo Stanton needs to get going if they could have Judge Stanton Sanchez all going in that lineup with McCutcheon and Glaber and Andahar and Didi I, I, I think they'll beat the Red Sox these two games and win it in four and then go on to play the Houston Astros who are about to clinch the two outs away from sweeping the Indians. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think the Dodgers are in the World Series, in my opinion. I don't know. The Milwaukee Brewers are looking pretty nice right now. Sharp. The Brewers are looking sharp. and They look sharp against Colorado. But, you know, I don't think... I don't think the, the Brewers team can stop the Dodgers. I really don't think so. I don't, the Braves might stop the Dodgers. It's 2-1. That's true. They're in Atlanta. Atlanta's and popping right now. I, so. I, thought, I thought the Braves would be walked on by the Dodgers. I really did. They looked okay. really, really childish in game one. That's, that's, gonna look, that's just basically an open door 
Yeah, they looked really childish in game one. A bunch of rookies. They did not look ready to play game one. Game two just got absolutely outclassed by Clayton Kershaw. Went down 2-0 last night. Robert, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. hitting the grand slam. Bringing Atlanta to its feet. It's 2-1 tonight, game four. Oh, for sure. I mean, the Yankees-Red Sox series is the only one that went 1-1. All the rest of them went 2-2. I know. Heavyweight battle between the two AL East teams. And I think whoever wins tonight's game wins the series. So huge game. Yankees will have home field advantage in the crowd tonight? Because, you know, I don't think it's going to be the way it was for the wild card game. Oh, I think whenever it will, in, for sure. Really? Because whenever they're in New York, I feel like the crowd's almost split between Boston and... Oh, there's definitely going to be a lot of Boston fans, but there's going to be a lot of Yankee fans. There were not that many Yankee fans at Fenway. And Fenway this weekend, I don't know why, but it was just oddly quiet. I don't know if it was that way on TV, but it was oddly quiet in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like... Definitely was. Sitting there live for, like, the big moments, people went crazy, but during the course of the game, it was just kind of like, all right, waiting for something big to happen. Yankee Stadium, however, entirely different jungle. They're oh, always yeah, on their feet. New there's, there's always different New York fans. How was that? How was Megan during the game? Did she did she know what was going on? Or oh, for sure, for sure. When Gary hit that home, I think Gary swung at a two zero pitch like low and away, and Megan's like, "Come on, Gary, come on!" And then the next pitch, he hit it on the Lansdowne Street, and we were like, "Yes, get the fuck out of here," you know. And then I got a text from Grandma saying, "Yay, Gary." Yeah, Gary's like her new Melky. Uh, no, she, she was like, all right, I'm going to bed now. You and Megan are in charge. Tell me what the score is by the end of the night so I can wake up to it in the morning. <laughs> That's uh, we were sitting with a guy. We were singing Sweet Caroline in the eighth inning, as Fenway whoa, always whoa, does. Whoa, 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 hold on. You can't sing Sweet Caroline. Not as a Yankee fan. Off season, off season, that's fine. The beginning of the regular season. But during the playoffs, especially when we're facing the Sox, Sweet Caroline is a forbidden song. Uh, well, we did, and we were singing it with this Red Sox fan who was completely plastered, and by the end of the night when they turned the double play and won the game, me and Megan are cheering, and he just turns around and he goes, you guys were fucking Yankee fans this entire time? You fucking lied to me. You lied to me. And Megan was wearing her Merrimack sweatshirt, and he's like, oh, you, you're wearing fucking Bruins colors. You lied to me. That's and so he started funny. picking a fight with us. Was he serious? No, but at the same time, he was, like, pushing me and every, everything. Where I was wearing my Huntington Beach sweatshirt. You, you better have been pushing back. I mean, oh, my God. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. Red Sox rule. Red Sox rule. Uh, well, Astros just clinched uh, the ALDS. They're on to the ALCS. Yeah. Hopefully it's a Yankees-Astros. So- Yankees let's, let's be honest. That was a given. The Astros were going ahead. Oh, uh, poor Indians. I could have called that sweep like back in August. Yeah, 100%. So bad. Yeah. I knew I, I knew the Indians weren't winning that series, but I kind of felt the same same way about that series as I did about as I do about um, um, Dodgers Braves. Like I, I I thought the Dodgers were gonna dominate from the beginning. I didn't. I thought the Braves were gonna put up a fight. They won the NL East. The Dodgers barely won their division. It's not yeah, the same team from last year. Now it's two one. I really hope the Braves win tonight to force a game five. Yeah. I don't like the Dodgers. I just don't. I'm not a big Dodgers guy either. I'm going to the uh, over to the Jenkins to watch the game tonight, and Sam Twilley's going to be there, who happens to be a Red Sox fan. Oh, that'll be fun. So I'll, I'll get his input on the game. Here I, the I get to watch it in the dorm room with a soccer player and a skateboarder. So, <laughs> Colton and Matt, how are they? Oh, they're great. You know what else I have tonight? I, I totally forgot it was tonight. 
because now the Yankees are on at 4.30 here on the West Coast, and it's at 7.30, 8 o'clock, the Foo Fighters. That's tonight? It's tonight, and I, I was working out earlier looking at my schedule, I'm like, holy shit, you gotta go. it's tonight. So the struts open up for them, right? It starts at 7.30. I'm probably going to watch the game. They weren't on, they weren't on until like 8.30. Oh, okay. Then I'm good. So I'm going to watch the game and then well, go well, over. Well, get there, it was like right around 8. So I'd, I said get in there by like 8.15 at the latest. Why? Because like shit started to go down at like, like they don't come out for the first couple minutes, but just like a hint for the show. There's kind of like, there's like this long kind of ongoing like suspense for like 10 minutes that you'd probably want to be there for to get you hyped for the show so get there at 8 15 at the latest because you never know like they came out at like 8 24 for me you don't know when this game's gonna end tonight though i'm not gonna get up and go in an uber when it's 3-3 in the eighth inning no you're watching the whole concert you're gonna you want to watch the whole concert so you're saying Foo fighters over yankees red sox it's jacket let me tell you it is a concert you have to experience by the way this past weekend was Cal Jam 18. There's the Foo Fighters Festival. Um, he brought Chris Novoselic, the bassist of Nirvana, out, and they did a Nirvana reunion with Joan Jett. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Where was that? It was incredible. It was in L.A. Oh, man. Cal Jam. It was their festival that Ron Greta Van Fleet did the show. It was, it, was, it was amazing. You have to check out some of the footage of the Nirvana stuff they did. It was awesome. Oh, man. But that's a show you don't want to miss tonight, Jack. You know, you'll have your phone. It's not like you're getting your phone, but you are in the pit, so you're gonna have to be aware of all times. Keep your balance. People will be bumping up and down. Definitely no baseball fans in the crowd. Probably you'll be the only one. Oh, cool dudes. There's some cool dudes in a Foo Fighters crowd. All right, cool dudes. But it's a concert you don't want to miss. You can always take your phone out. You'll be updated. Definitely conflicted. Guess who else is joining us on the show today? Making his Osho debut. Who's that? Anthony Paradiso well, no, from wait. Clemson University. I don't know when no, he's calling in. Wait. Sometimes I don't. I, sometimes I don't even. Now. Sometimes I don't even understand what he's saying. That's fine. He goes into all his. Statistics but we'll see. May not be true. Let's face it. Yeah. Like, get, like, get, I would love to talk to him right now. I thought that. that would yeah, so AP will join us a little bit later on. Don't know when he's coming on. He'll come on at some point. He's very, very, very furious about J.A. Happ's game one start. I hyped him up too much. I'm like, Happ's 7-0 in the Yankee uniform. Should have started the wild card game. AP's like, you're high. Not at all. And then Happ gave up five earned runs in two and a two-thirds. And he's like, Happ was your guy. What happened, Jack? Happ was your guy. As a Yankee fan, why is he giving you shit? He should be like, you know what? Because I don't believe in our guys like Not Tanaka and Severino. Yeah, Tanaka, Severino, Sebe- he'd rather have CC start game one than Hap, which is yeah. ridiculous. I mean, CC's been great. He's probably the most respected guy in that locker room. But in a Yankees Red Sox powerhouse series like this where everybody's hitting home runs, he shouldn't be starting game one. Or game five, for that matter. He said he should start game five if it goes back to Fenway. I don't think that should well, happen. What, what, what would the difference be? It would be like game one all over again, probably. Right? That would be a disaster. I mean, I don't know. CC might go like three innings, but he's not going seven strong, one hit, no runs. That's for sure. 
The one thing the Yankees do have on Boston is their bullpen. Their bullpen is phenomenal. You got Spatances, who had the yips last year. I have no idea what the hell happened last year. It has been dominant so far this postseason. So it's good to see him back. They got Robertson. They got Zach Britton. Chapman to close, who kind of looked a little scary the other night. Hey, Mom. How you doing? Uh, listen, I just want to put my two cents in. Matanzas, he is back on track this year. I'm telling you. I know for sure because he knows his mistakes from last year, and he hey, is Mom. back on track. Nice. Okay. You know you're talking about a reliever, right? Yes, and he's going to relieve everybody. He's, he's going <laughs> to bring them to the finals. I'm telling you. The finals. Really, really good. Man. It's World Series, Mom. Definitely thought, uh, she definitely thought Batanzas was starting. Yeah, Mom, Mom's Osho debut. Yeah, that was Mom. That was Jennifer O'Hara. All right. On the Osho. So, game three, I think if they get to Evaldi soon rather than later, because I think they're banking on Evaldi going seven strong. Like I said, the Yankees' bullpen way better than the Red Sox. Red Sox, I think, only trust one or two guys in that pen, and one of them's a starter. They went with Porcello in the eighth inning to get the bridge to Kimbrell in the ninth inning in game one. They have no trust in anybody in their bullpen. Yeah. I think Mom's still yelling stuff through the door. Yeah, well, that's not going to be able to go through my phone, so. No, no, she can't hear anything. And it's, like, I don't know what she's saying, but I, I, like, I hope she knows that it's, like, kind of disrupting my conversation with Jack. Oh, she was talking to Dad. Now I'm just an asshole. Oh, wow. Um, so... Sorry, Mom. Ryan Brazier, I believe, the right-hander for the Red Sox the other night, was very, very um, impatient with Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez got out of the box. Ryan Brazier literally whipped his arm around and said, get your fat ass in the box. And then he struck out Gary Sanchez on the next pitch. So I talked to Jared Carabas a little bit before that game, and he said, that guy is forever on my love list after telling Gary Sanchez to get his fat ass back in the box and then striking him out on the next pitch. I would say he's not on my love list, definitely not. Definitely not on mine. So I guess they trust Brazier. They don't really trust Brandon Workman, who couldn't throw a strike in those two games in Boston. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm going to take a pause from the uh, game tonight. I haven't, I haven't talked to you about this yet, and I need your input. I was at Mikey's house on uh, Saturday night for the fight. Did you get a chance to watch it? We watched it at some point. Um, and what is the reaction of Kabiki? So the fight literally went down. The fight literally went down about five minutes after the game was over and everybody was shuffling out of Fenway. I tried to get into a bar, maybe McGreevy's on Lansdowne Street, but Megan kind of wanted to just go back because we were going to get like ticketed or something for our parking. I watched it on my phone. McGregor getting choked out by Khabib. I'm shocked. Even though Khabib's undefeated and a great fighter, I'm shocked that McGregor came back and lost. But that chaos that ensued afterwards was freaking awesome. That is just what the UFC needed. Here, here's the thing. So McGregor's job, he's a good friend of uh, Joe Rogan. He said on the podcast a couple days before the fight, he said, you know, Joe, I love what you do, but I'm not a big fan of UFC fights, and in particular, uh, uh, but he's, a, he's a fan of the fights. He's not a fan of going to the fight. Uh, especially for this fight, I don't want to go. So much hostility between the between the Russians and the Irish. 
no matter what the outcome of this fight is, all hell is going to break loose. So right. Oh, Joe is definitely right. Khabib literally jumping the cage and attacking McGregor's team from behind. You know how dangerous that is? Khabib's brother attacking McGregor from behind was just disgusting. Oh, and there's definitely going to be a rematch going down. There will be, but before there's a rematch, I think they're going to do either McGregor Diaz 3 or maybe if Ferguson will be ready. I don't, I don't think this Khabib-McGregor thing's over. I think they're going to try and get this out of the way as soon as possible. Then McGregor's going to give Nate his rematch for the trilogy. There's going to be another McGregor fight with someone else before the second Khabib fight. But if the UFC was smart, which I think they are, so there's no way they haven't thought of this. The next fight, Connor's next fight should be against Khabib. Therefore, there's nothing to disrupt what's going on right now, and everyone will stay focused on Khabib McGregor. Now, I believe it was Derek Lewis, is that his name, who won the match or the fight before. Did you see his post-fight interview with Joe Rogan? Oh, it was amazing. He goes, you know, you know, Trump called me, told me to whip this Russian guy. It was, you know, it was ridiculous. Joe Rogan was cracking up the whole time. Uh, hold on, I gotta pull this up. The Derek Lewis post-fight interview with Joe Rogan. Just gold. All right, here it is. Derek Lewis post-fight interview with, um... Joe Rogan basically gets into how Donald Trump called him before and said to knock that Russian out, put an end to all this Vladimir Putin shit, and uh, that he was going to go smoke some weed on Joe Rogan's podcast later on. Words of Derek Lewis, we're not putting any sort of... That was that was gold. Gold interview from Derek Lewis. <laughs> it, it really was, and honestly, it was a gold fight too. That was my favorite fight of the night. That was one of the greatest knockouts I've ever seen. Oh, it was amazing! Oh, it just was, straight the haymaker to the chin. Seconds of the fight, the last thirteen seconds of the fight, which is probably the only points he would have got for the fight if he didn't knock him out there. I mean, that was amazing. Oh. Derek Lewis, man. 
So hopefully we get that rematch down the line. Hopefully we get Mikey Battaglino on the podcast. We've mentioned him in like the last... We keep talking about him and he wants to be on. We've mentioned him in the last three shows. He better... You better make an appearance soon. When does football season end? Wait, what What did you just call him on your phone? Wait, you called AP on your phone. Call I did. Mike. Call Mike. Oh, my iPad died. You call him. I can't, I'm on FaceTime. You can't use your phone? I'm using my phone. Oh, uh, do you have a laptop, iPad? No. no. Want me to press pause for a second so you can, uh... Yeah, so we'll, we'll see if he joins the show shortly. Mike Battaglino, AP. Um, let's talk about how Aaron Judge has been phenomenal in this series. He's basically in midseason form after missing those two months in August and September. Um, yeah, there's really not much to say. Like, I really did not think he would be like this. I'm a Yankee fan, but I, I feel like I'm always criticizing all these players, or I'm always talking about how doubtful I am. But it, it's hard because most players don't come back from an injury like that where they're out for you know the amount of time he was out those couple months. And to come back and immediately be as hot as you are, I can say from personal experience, I haven't played baseball in over a year now. And coming back, I... Like, the basics are still there. My throw is still the same, my basic swing, but my timing is, like, super off. And, you know, I'm just getting used to tracking fly balls correctly again and all that. And for him to come back right away and start performing this way in the playoffs is huge for the Yankees. I mean, if he homers tonight, gets a stadium rocking off to a good start in the first inning, that's four consecutive playoff games in which he said home run, and here's Gary Sanchez taking BP on the TV. If Judge hits four home runs in four consecutive games tonight, three against the Red Sox, he he's arguably um, in the middle of one of the greatest, greatest postseason um, at-bats and careers in history this season. Yeah, definitely. And hopefully Gary Sanchez stays hot. Hopefully that wasn't just a two-game two fluke. <laughs> in 14 no, lifetime at-bats. In 14 lifetime of bats against David Price, he has six home runs. That's astonishing bad for David Price. Yeah, it is. Who's now 0-9 lifetime in the postseason. We know to, to, to Red Sox fans, Price is the most, you know, look down starter because he gives up so many home runs. Well, not only that, he's 0-9 in postseason play in his career, and he just cannot pitch well against the Yankees. He could not exercise those demons and... Bring the Red Sox to up two games to nothing. Because now they're in a bad situation where the Yankees have all the momentum going back to the Bronx where the Yankees haven't lost a playoff game in three years. The 2015 wild card game back when McCann was hitting third. So this is an entirely different uh, jungle, like I said earlier. Yeah, it is. It's a different atmosphere. It's a different team. Different crowd, definitely, over the past couple of seasons. The crowd has gotten ridiculous. And I think that's really helped the Yankees. With their motivation. I mean, it's 0-4 all over again. I mean, you got, so, you got yeah. at, at Patriots games, they're chanting Yankees suck. At Bruins games, they're chanting Yankees suck. This series, however it ends up, is going to be heartbreaking for one of those fan bases. And I hope it's not our fan base. Because we got unfin- unfinished business with the Astros. 
We really do. We need, and you know, you know, this is where our season came to the came to an end last year in the LCS against the Astros, and now with a dip, we could be going to see them there again. And now we have a different head coach and a different team. So, I mean, with within one game of the World Series last year, with a team who wasn't even supposed to make the playoffs, you win the wild card game this year. Great, good for you. Season's still a bust if you can't beat the Boston Red Sox and move to the ALCS. Yeah. You have to get to at least Game 7 of this series for your season to be uh, a good season. Well, at least in the eyes of Brian Cashman and, and Hal Steinbrenner. Yeah. The scary thing about this whole thing, Jack, is if you really think about it, if we... If we lose tonight, that means tomorrow night could potentially be the last Yankee game of the 2018 season. I don't. I I'm like 99% sure that the Red Sox will not win both games at Yankee Stadium. There's no way they can There's beat no the way. Yankees. There can't be. I mean, if it goes back to Game Five at Fenway, I'm really scared. But there's no way the Red Sox beat the Yankees both games here at Yankee Stadium with their crowd. There's no way. Like I said, Fenway was. Un, like oddly quiet that entire two games on TV yeah. in the stadium was just oddly quiet. Yankee Stadium is going to be rocking for games the three and four. Time. We we've experienced it. We've experienced postseason Yankee crowds for sure, and this crowd I think is even more intense than past years. But last year, it was crazy. Remember the the uh, Ibanez game? The crowd was insane. Well. Happy one-year anniversary. Today is the – on this day is the one-year uh, anniversary of Greg Bird's home run in game three against Andrew Miller. The Yankees winning one nothing against the Indians. First of three wins and coming back from a 2-0 deficit to defeat the Indians, move on to the ALCS, and choke in seven games against the Astros after going up 3-2. But let's face it, the, the Red Sox, that's a tougher ALDS competition than the Indians. Oh, for sure. And the Astros are going to be waiting. They'll probably have like six days off before they face whether the Yankees or the Red Sox. The series could easily go five. I'm hoping, though, that history can repeat itself and the Yankees could just take these two games and move on. Yeah. Because like I said, Yankees-Red Sox game five at Fenway Park really scares me, especially since they're going to have to go with Tanaka on short rest unless they want to pitch Hap again, who was abysmal in game one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just picturing in my mind the Yankees taking the pennant. Oh. Oh, and Don't go picture it yet. They're not even close yet. they got to take two more against the Red Sox, and then they're going to have to take four against the defending champ, Houston Astros. And then they're going to have to go face the Brewers or the Dodgers or the Braves or whoever wins the NL pennant. It's a marathon. It is. got ways to go. Is uh, surely who we need to be looking at. Game very well. Oh, he was so excited when we called too. He's like, "Hello, uh, Mikey Free." He's like, "Yeah, oh yeah, I, I'm honored. I, I'm honored to be on the show." Uh, is it live right now? <laughs> is it, are you guys live? <laughs> yeah, we're live. God, man, I mean. <laughs> He, he was like, you're live. I'm like, he's like, all right. Uh, like, you know, like there were times where it was just kind of quiet. And he's just like, yeah, I mean, you you look what they have on their roster. And uh, he's like, shit. 
I'm like that sometimes too. All right, so I can confirm after having Mike on the show, AP will be calling in shortly. He says he's in class right now, so obviously he can't. So we'll wrap up this portion of the podcast. Still got to post the Carabas and Company part when I talk to him on Saturday. Big episode 19 before game three tonight. I'm Jack. I'm Declan Jack. And this was the Osho Podcast, episode 19, entitled Saugus Rocket. Hit it, Darius. On mic. Hello. Mikey. How are you? Welcome to the Osho Podcast. Are you free? Are you free to do some takes? Is it, are you live? We are live. Sorry, Episode 19. Okay, yeah, I can talk. I can talk. <laughs> you have football? Yeah. Welcome. Uh, yeah, well, I'm waiting to get picked up, but... Oh, sweet. All right. We were just talking about the McGregor-Khabib chaos. Give us your take on what happened Saturday night. Well, it was a little unnecessary. Um, that, that's for sure. But uh, I would say... Uh, it was chaotic, and you know, it left the division in a little bit of chaos, and now I don't really know what's going to happen, um, especially with, you know, what's going to happen with the belt, whether he could defend again, whether he's going to be allowed into the country, all that type of stuff, and uh, who's going to fight him next? You know, I don't think Connor deserves a uh, rematch right away. I don't I think, think he should go... I don't think he deserves one, but I think he's going to get one because... I, I do, too. I, I don't think... Right Definitely going to get one. That's what's best for the business. Fight I think he'll go fight someone, and then, depending on, you know, what happens, then he might get it. Like, I'd say he, go fight, he goes and fights Nate Diaz and uh, then gets his rematch because I think Tony Ferguson should fight him, uh, Khabib, next. Right. Yeah, that fight never went down, did it? Yeah. No, you know what? You're, you're right. I, I was thinking maybe they would do a Ferguson-McGregor fight, but after Tony Ferguson's performance uh, this past Saturday, I think he, I think he did, might deserve a yeah. title against Khabib. Definitely. I agree. And and you want to know something else? I think um, with just with who who else is there? You know, I mean, you got yeah. Dustin Poirier, and he can be uh, Nate Diaz. I'd say he's in the mix too, but. Truthfully, I think Tony Ferguson's above him. Well, we don't know that yet, and honestly, I think this Poirier fight was kind of set up to to almost make Diaz look strong. Because honestly, well, this whole fight is circulating; the media is circulating yeah. around. But what happened, what happened almost like every McGregor fight, the media is always circling around Conor McGregor, right? Yeah. It's not like the media was circling around Khabib. It's not like it was circling around Alvarez, you know, a few years back. Yeah. But now, but I think the spotlight is on Diaz for this fight. Yes. That's why I don't think Poirier is not meant to look very strong. But you're right. If he does, that'd be a, a true underdog that, victory. That, put, that puts him right up there. Yeah, right away, 100%. That puts him right up there. And you want to know but you, something? You know what happens if, uh, if Diaz wins? If Diaz wins, he's going to think he belongs in the mix as well. That's so that's true, but, start but you know another. the fight he wants. He wants to fight Connor, and he knows it's the money fight. I think he'll, he'd take that anyway. 
So that's UFC, Mikey. You a Yankee fan or a Red Sox fan? I know you're a Patriot fan. You know that. Thank God. I do do like the Patriots. I'm a big Tom Brady guy. All right, thank God. So what's your take on Luis Severino tonight after the wild card game now that he's going up against Savaldi in game three? Because I have no idea what to expect tonight. I'll be honest with you, I don't know what to either. I, you know, I haven't really been following too, too much baseball, but I thought uh, the game the other night, I thought they looked, they looked pretty well. I mean, I, I mean, the guy's coming up big when they need to with the home runs and everything. It's, I mean, how, Judge... Judge has been amazing. We've been saying that all episode. He, I mean, three home runs in his first three postseason games this year. Exactly. It's crazy. And, and it was funny. It was funny. Uh, me and Declan were talking about Sanchez, and, you know, we were saying some stuff, you know, a little lazy, but he came up big. Oh, for sure. I hope he stays hot. He's arguably the best hitter in the lineup when he's going. Exactly. If he can, if he can keep the way he is, I, you know, it'll be a help. I mean, I, you know, you look at the lineup and you just look at the players. You, they can really do some damage, you know? I mean, when they're all going, you got Judge, Giancarlo, yeah. Sanchez, Didi, Hicks. Exactly. Hicks not starting tonight, though. Hopefully they'll be back for game four. As long as they can keep going and keep consistent and a little hot, they can afford to lose a game here and there, but I think they could do it all, you know? God, I hope so. Astros just clinched. They're in the ALCS. Um, Who ended up up winning the uh, Dodgers and uh, Braves game? They're playing right now, so the Dodgers are up 2-1, could clinch tonight, so we'll see. Brewers are waiting. Okay. So it could potentially be Dodgers, Brewers, and then hopefully Yankees, Astros. And what what are your predictions on uh, that next series? I think that the Yankees, or I know that the Yankees, are going to exercise those demons, we're going to beat those fucking Red Sox, and we're going to beat those fucking Astros, and we're going to the World Series. Yeah. And that's that. Yeah. That, that's, that's, what we, that's what I want, buddy. That's, that's what a lot of people want. And you know what? They can do it. So what's your prediction? I know you want them to, but what's your prediction? Sox, God, if they beat the Sox, I feel like we've already that's won it all. That's good Yankees mentality, Mike. That's good if Yankees they, mentality. You know what I, mean? if they, I gotta if watch they, it with a Red Sox. If they beat the Sox, they do it all. Declan, you, your final take on Yankees-Red Sox? Tonight, in particular, Yankees are winning tonight. If they don't win tonight, they're guaranteed a victory tomorrow. There's no way they let the, Yan- uh, the, the Sox sweep them at home. You know, that happening in the regular season at Fenway, that's one thing. But in the postseason at Yankee Stadium with that crowd, that atmosphere, the Yankees, uh, these two games will not be the end of their season tonight. Definitely not. Mike, it was great having you on for this short time. We're going to let you go home, take a shower, get some dinner, watch the game. I'm honored to be on the show, buddy. I'm looking forward to doing another one soon. Oh, we'll do an in-person one soon, maybe over Thanksgiving. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you soon, buddy. All right, take it easy. Peace, Mike. Wow.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.